Hello and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's new episode of X Vlog Live. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And folks, for the next 70 minutes, Steel Rain and I are going to be talking oh. about the hottest and the latest Xbox gaming news. And folks, we're going to open up with some controversy because guess what? Xbox Rewards seems to have taken it on the chin because a lot of people are complaining, and one of the biggest Xbox fans in the land, the man to hit a million first before anybody, had some stout opinions regarding the changes that have recently come. And they're not good, folks. Uh, look, I, I'm at 103,000 points. I thought that was a lot until I saw some people in the chat were like, yeah, yeah, boom, I'm at 700,000. I'm like, oh, good on you. Um, but yeah, they they seem to uh, lessen the points. We're gonna we're gonna really break mm -hmm. that down. We have a new leader in Xbox as PlayStation continues to be leaderless. Uh, Xbox seems to be making all the right moves, especially rewarding some of their internal, uh, you know, uh, C level executives positions like we saw matt booty get a promotion we saw sarah bond who we talked about last night get a major position earlier in the year before the abk done well phil spencer is now the head of microsoft gaming well now we have of course new information uh regarding a former uh head of turn 10 studios in alan hartman has taken over of xbox game studios we're going to get into that and and if that wasn't enough news to keep you busy for 70 minutes folks we're going to be talking about clockwork revolution because guess what the devs are talking about clockwork revolution and it just became available in the wish list on steam you know what that says to me that says to me that a 2024 release is certainly possible but before all of that we got to welcome in my brother from another one half of the talented, the unbelievable greatness that you can find Saturday mornings at oh. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Living Split Screen. Of course, my brother, Steel Rain. How you feeling, dude? Boom! The man with the plan, Mr. Five Days himself, the pillar of the community and the one that always lifts Thanks, everybody sir. up around him. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you found a better place to be especially on a Thursday afternoon, you might be working. So that's probably a better place. You got to make some money. But hopefully you can kind of walk off to the side, listen into us, get into some of these topics. And boom, I'm doing all right, man. You know, I'm going to have I'm, – I'm, we don't have a show this weekend, so unfortunately I won't be able to get okay. into it. I'm spending some family time with the wife and whatnot. But Call of Duty is a very interesting topic because I just bought the uh, Call of Duty today, right? I wasn't going to get it. Uh, but with them carrying everything over the new maps, uh, from what I played in the beta, it, it, it made me feel good. And I'm, I'm a multiplayer dude. So yep. me playing only for multiplayer, which is kind of how I see it anyway, is nothing new to me. So, um, for me so far, I kind of agree with you, boom. I'm, I actually like what the campaign is giving, and I'm only, I'm only a few hours in. Don't don't shoot me, everybody. I know it's crazy to say. I'm I'm, a, I'm How on dare like the, you like a game I'm that on most like the, of the gaming media hates? How dare I'm on like you? The, uh, I'm on like the eighth or ninth mission. You know, oh, nice. I, I'm I'm playing on uh, what is it? 
veteran is the one yeah, just hard, under dude. the hardest I'm, I'm, pl- I'm playing on veteran now dude and it is not or, easy it is either veteran or hardened which whichever one whichever one's right under the hardest one because I, I like to have that challenge but also I usually go hardened first okay, and then okay, try and get the achievement for veteran um it's it's a slog uh for oh, sure my point boom that i wanted to make with that is um if this is a four, I, I don't know what we why we would take any reviewer series that would call this yeah. a four, in my personal opinion. But again, to each their own. I don't think it's the worst Call of Duty campaign. Um, but I mean, I, I'm having a fun time with it, and that's what game is about, right, Boob? But I'm ready to get into uh, some of these topics today. A lot of energy, a lot of heat. Uh, I think we're going to get into, and uh, much love to everybody in the chat. Bring your conversation to the chat. Let's go. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I just I think I'm just about to cross the 30 hour mark in Call of Duty. I've already rolled credit nice. once uh, on regular on, you know, like the medium normal. I am playing through on hardened. Um, I tried a veteran just to see what it looks like and I was yeah. destroyed. So I'm going to probably try and at least get the hardened achievement. Uh, I'm mopping up achievements. I got actually as you guys can, and guys and gals can hear I got a cold. Uh, thanks to, unfortunately, my nephew, who I love to death, he came here for the weekend with uh, with his mom, um, and we had a great time, and he had a little bit of a sniffle, and unfortunately, kid cooties, as we know, they're devastating for old folks, so I got a bit of a cold, so last night at like 2 a.m., I had a really bad stuffy nose, and I couldn't sleep, I don't know about you, but I can't sleep when I have a stuffy nose, so I said, you know what? Let me sit on the couch and let me just spray my nose and kind of just let it go. Mm -hmm. I'm going to play some Call of Duty. So at two in the morning, I got the achievement where you have to land on this moving vehicle to defuse a bomb. And I was like, yes, yes, two o'clock in the morning achievement. I did it. So, yeah, I'm mopping up the achievements. I'm having a blast with it. Uh, I want to go into Steel. uh, And, of course, I want to give a big shout out to uh, one of the community members I want to use as uh, a platform to talk about Xbox rewards. That is Logan Meyer. Now, Logan is a great dude. Uh, he's one of the uh, one of the big voices, at least in my opinion, uh, in the community. And he actually put out a tweet that, I, that I'm using for today's show. And he says, real talk, the Microsoft Rewards program used to be a phenomenal, a used to be phenomenal, a true overabundance of value. Now they've gone completely too far the other way and have made it a chore uh, uh, that doesn't give you much of anything. The team are good folks, but come on, the current state isn't it. Now, I bring him up because uh, I also want to bring up somebody that uh, that I think pretty much everybody should know. Maybe you don't know Logan. I know, mm-hmm. right? But I think everyone knows Stallion83. Well, who mm-hmm. is Stallion83? <laughs> he's, he's one of the first people to get a million gamer score. Uh, he has been a pillar I don't know him personally. Love to shake his hand one day. Maybe we can meet in person. Maybe during an a, an Xbox event. Seems like a very good dude. He actually has um, over two million. I'm looking at his at his Twitter page. It says uh, game 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 gaming's world record. He's certified to have the highest Xbox gamer score uh, of two million. He was one of the first to make a two million uh, gamer score, and that was November 21st of 2018. So this guy's legit. Um, so he put out. A tweet. Now it, it it's simplistic, um, in nature, but uh, he says Xbox reward points for getting a, an achievement has been slashed to five rather than it originally used to be fifty. Mm-hmm. They cut off forty five points. 
And uh, okay, so so here's the thing. Um, I've always been the kind of gamer or consumer that I get enough for a twenty five dollar gift card, and I'm cashing it in, and I'm buying like Halo coins or mm-hmm. something to buy a new outfit. Which, by the way, the Mark Five outfit is available. I also bought that at two o'clock in the morning. God damn it, Halo! I spent another seventeen dollars because listen, that Mark Five armor it's is dope. Dope. Mm-hmm. I mean. You, if you're a Halo fan, you got to get that armor. I, um, I, I think it should be in the game by and standard, but you know it, it is what it, it is. You know, I don't disagree with you. I I I will say this. Campaign. I will say this. Um, one of the things that I and I don't want to go off on a tangent here. I just no, because good. Steel made a mention of it. And I want to I want to throw it out there to three four three, who I don't think actually listens to this show, but if they do, please more freebies, man. Um, you, you need to start adding some full armors for playing the game. as perks in Xbox Game Pass. I, I I don't I don't want level boosts, and I don't want none of that stuff. I don't want like paints for the vehicles that I don't use. Mm-hmm. What I'm hoping is you folks, you want Halo is coming back in a big way. Start giving some free shit away. Sorry, not not to be like a like 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 a d bag or anything. I'm not about if it's I'm, I'm not about if it's free. It's, I'll take three. I'm not that kind of a guy. Me, you know, we like to give, but as long as as many people have stayed, even when Halo was on its limping last leg, mm-hmm. you got to reward people, folks. Start giving away full armors, make them cool. You know what? Unvolt a couple of things from some of the past seasons and give them away. Hey, listen, you know what? Thank you for being a fan. Here you go. Boom. Armor, whatever. You know, honestly, boom, I think the easiest thing to do would be go to go through every Halo game and at the end of a battle pass, drop in an armor from that Halo, right? Halo 1, I love it. drop an armor. I Halo love 2, it. drop the armor. Yep. You know, and especially when you get the Team Osiris and all those guys, hey, now yep. you got lock armor. Now, yes. you know what I'm saying? It just, it just gives you a variety and also gives you a reason to grind it out because it's like, man, not only only do I get the battle pass, but now I also get this cool armor from this previous game that I remember I playing, and it reminds me of this moment. At least that's what I would like to see. I like, I, I like it. I like what you're putting down. I think that that's brilliant. I think that's brilliant. Again, Microsoft's doing a lot of Xbox doing a lot of great things. Right. There's some things they need to do better. So let 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 let's 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 get, to it. Let's get uh, focus on Xbox rewards. Now I yeah. know that we have. Let's see how many people we got. We got about 330 people Ooh. in the chat. Which is hit awesome. Hit that like button. Let's go. Uh, hit the like button. Sure. If you're new, finding the channel for the first time, of course, I ask that you uh, subscribe. We are 324 subs away from 14K. Ooh, uh, so we'd love lo- love go. it. Love to get it, folks. So, you know, help help a brother out and uh, and uh, hit that uh, subscribe button. But who in the chat has noticed over the last couple of months that the Xbox rewards has kind of diminished a bit, especially the app? on your xbox like there used to be now there's like a bunch of fivers you know watch a video five go to youtube watch a five you know watch uh you know click on here to see ori and and and, you know or whatever and there's a bunch of fivers which is nice i click on them all the time i get my fivers but they used to have a a program that when you spent money Mm -hmm. on like say movies you bought three movies you got 2500 points and, and and because Mrs. Boom and I watch a lot of films, that's we 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 we'd max that out like in the first like two weeks, and we get our twenty five hundred points. They mm-hmm. used to have the monthly 
2,000 points, you know, do all of these chores. You know what I'm no. saying? Like donate to uh, this one, you know, mm-hmm. check in over here, do a Bing search, and you get your 2,000 points for your monthly. That's gone. Um, th- there's a lot of things. I, 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 and again, I know from what I understand, I don't know for sure, but I heard some people in the, in the chat and in, in the community talking about there's a new guy running the show. Well, the new guy is obviously he's he's cutting he's cutting this thing off at the angle at the ankles and and, and here's the thing, you got to remember, folks, this not breaking news, not the biggest yeah, thing. That's been happening. But but Xbox is pro gamer, and Phil does listen. I know people from Xbox listen to the show, so mm-hmm. we're going to politely discuss and kind of throw it out there. Now, this is Steel. This is coming off the heels of the big hubbub where they cut the Xbox Game Pass for employees. And mm-hmm. Phil Spencer right. got involved and was like, wait, hold hold on a sec now. I'm going to talk to the money man over here and be like, listen. Yeah, he got that. Yeah, you, you, this is perks <laughs> for Xbox and Microsoft employees. No, what, we, what we're not going to do, head of Microsoft <laughs> Gaming, is take this perks away from our workers. So yeah. that was Kibosh. He obviously apologized for the, uh, you know, the, the mix-up or the... I don't know, you know, firing or whoever did made that move, you know, whatever you want to do, suspension, you know, a good strong talking to. But we 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 need to find out what's going on. So I, I'm gonna to continue to bring this up. Uh mm-hmm. and I'm actually gonna sure. at uh uh both Phil, I wanna at Sarah, I wanna at Aaron, especially Aaron Greenberg. I think he'd be be able to answer this more than anybody immediately. Probably, um yeah. X, something's wrong, folks. Something is broken with the Xbox rewards. And I'm not sure if they were giving too many rewards away or what, but mm-hmm. you know, you guys and gals started this. We're taking right. advantage of it to pull it away. Now seems a little bit disingenuous. Let's get your hot take on this deal. Well, I'm going to definitely pull in some of the ideas from uh, the chat because I feel like they're right on the beat. Uh, pra- uh, Pragmatic Eagle, he's going to be the one of them. Uh, he was saying one of the reasons why they probably ended up doing this is one of those scenarios where, um, the few that are causing issues are probably ruining it for the majority, right? Mm. Um, what I what I mean by that is that there are mods and things that allow you to unlock achievements um, in certain ecosystems. I know you can do it on Steam. I haven't tried it or anything like that, so I'm not as familiar with it, but I know there are mods out there that allow you to do those things. So there could be something like that. Maybe there's some hacking going on um, and their way of beating the system is maybe giving out less. Although I, I'm not very, really leaning to that side of it more so Mm -hmm. but i do think that that's an interesting point because people do i mean again people play very small games pay five ten bucks for a small game to get a thousand gamer score right um and so and people can run it up that way so there's always a there was always a way to get around it and again the few sometimes ruin it for the many and that's unfortunate now the other thing too though about this is that i will be very transparent i'm not somebody who typically pays attention to the rewards program um i don't do all the little steps or whatever i'm just a gamer i play my games when i end up getting some form of rewards like i like looking when i make a purchase and it pops up and says oh you have 40 dollars in your microsoft account i'm like oh wow really well it looks like i'm only spending about 20 today right so um (laughs) it's that gives you a good feeling so seeing that reward um I can't go against. So to see them kind of pull back from the reward program and not 
find better ways or at least be more transparent of, hey, these are some of the issues that we are experiencing. This is why we are doing it this way. Um, we, we do have people who are abusing the system. So our way of not taking the system completely away is, hey, limiting it down more. Yes, you're going to have to put a little bit of more work in. But I, and unfortunately, business is business, right? We can't hand out everything for free. And to be right. completely honest, it compared comparatively a couple of years ago, it was extremely generous because it was kind of at a point to where, um, to, to answer Serve's question from, from the chat, um, it was kind of at a point to where if you spent like a, if you spent money on a couple games within the Xbox ecosystem, you are quickly at almost 20 bucks sometimes already in your Microsoft account, which it kind of like, Hey, after you buy a couple few games, you're like, wow, I, well, you're kind of more inclined to buy games that way. But again, um, if it is abuse that's led to, led to that, it's unfortunate. Uh, the main thing for me about this entire thing, because there's not many other details we're kind of riding in the blind, I, I would say, is that transparency, Xbox. Like, if you're going to make changes like this, like, you can't play both sides. Like, you can't be a very consumer-facing, customer-facing um business and then when there's certain changes like this that happen where you're like oh we're not going to talk about it you're just going to figure it out we'll let the podcast talk about it well there's going to be a bunch of negativity out there who cares uh business is business at least we're not firing anybody yet right so um, i mean hopefully that's not the perspective that's happening but that's how it kind of gets painted right and when you're consistently and constantly wanting to change your narrative as xbox has been constantly trying to do um Going this direction with the rewards program is can be seen as a negative, but more so for me, it's just the it's just a lack of transparency about the program. Hey, as a consumer, just let me know what's going on. Hey, these are the issues. I can either choose to understand them or not. Um, and you can kind of go from there. At, at least you've given me a reason, right? So I mean, that's kind of that's kind of my perspective on it. But uh, from what I can tell, is it's a little bit more grindy, if um, if anything. Listen, uh, I think that's as fair as you could be, right? Like, we don't know for sure exactly what is happening because no one has said anything. And I think ultimately that is the problem. Uh, transparency is key. Uh, I think obviously it's something uh, that I want Microsoft to do. I want them to address this deal. Uh, if they address it and they give us a reasoning behind the, the, uh, the shortening of points, Right. Or the the, sh the the shrinking of how you gain points, mm -hmm. uh, I think that is ultimately going to be uh, good for the brand because, like I said, no nobody wants. Again, this is not the biggest story of the week that you're probably going to hear because there is a lot going on. But I I thought I saw so many people in the community talking about it that it was worthy of bringing up in the conversation because, like I said, I, I'm sitting currently at 103,000 points. I do my Bing searches every day. I read the news thing, you know, get my 100 points. It's I I, pl I play the jewel game. That's like that that you know, like that, that's like columns from like the old Genesis days. I play that for the 30 points. You know, I I, I buy a lot of stuff on Xbox, so I get points that way as well. But I think that uh yeah, they they have uh diminished or or uh, or kind of reduced the different programs that give you like these big bombs, like the 2,500 points in one shot when you buy three films, uh, the 2,000 monthly that you had all these things to do. You know, you had to, you had to get an achievement, in, you know, in a game on Game Pass. And it gave you a whole bunch of things to do. And obviously for 2,000 points, 
you did all you know five or six things that kind of went away without even an, without an explanation i think that's one of the ultimately that's one of the biggest problems that it went away we don't have no idea what happened to it and no one said anything so like i said I, i'm going to politely reach out to marketing i'm going to reach out to um Aaron Greenberg on the socials. He is pretty good about responding and answering. And maybe, maybe he has an answer. Maybe they are because you know sometimes when they when you see these things change uh, and steals onto something. Maybe, maybe there's some hacking going on. Maybe there's some people you know the the, the the few ruining it for the many. That that happens more than than you could possibly know. But right. maybe they are revamping it or you know it could be yeah you know so so sometimes when you're gonna revamp something. You know they start to low, you know, start to let you know to lessen what they what were used to, and then they come out with a new version. But at least we need to kind of know what is happening. That that well, was to be- add on to add on to that boom. I mean, we did hear rumors previously, and I don't know. And I, I mean, that's not even a rumor. Xbox has said it themselves that they are trying to work on the achievement system as well to yes. make that more enticing and to uh, make it. Not necessarily easier, but just change it because it has been the same for quite some time. So maybe there's another change that's rolling. There could be multiple. It's a facet of uh, multiple facets of things that could be going on behind the scenes, which is just like, man, why why don't y'all just talk about it? Maybe yeah. they aren't ready to talk about it. But again, you just it's it's just weird because it's so it's it seems it could kind of come across wishy-washy. Like why yes. you like, you're so upfront, but then you're like pulled back and then you're up front again. It's, it's just really weird the way it comes across. All right. I mean, listen again, not the biggest story of the day, but one that I wanted to address. Cause a lot of people are talking about it. Uh, let me catch up on the super chats there. Cause quite a few of them. First of all, the first member chat of the day comes the way of LAD lad. What's going on, brother. He's been a channel member for 13 months. Thank you. He says game pass is on fire. It's absolutely leading the way. Indeed it is. Uh, I think that when you look back to Xbox game pass, uh, from inception and in summer of 2017 to now, uh, it has, uh, consistently, gotten better and i think that 2023 has been a banger of a year for every type of game you could possibly uh imagine you know again you go from uh the pinocchio game to something like i'm playing right now uh jacent is mm-hmm. a Jusant, yeah. climbing game it's, it's getting it's good marks too dope dude it, mm-hmm. it is freaking awesome and you and let me tell you something your trigger fingers is what you use for the game, right? You, you, after an hour, you're gonna be like, I gotta put this down. My trigger fingers hurt because you're using the <laughs> left and right to climb. Right. The, the game is dope. The game, the game is really dope. I think it's gonna be in one of those. I think it's gonna be a surprise. Uh, you know, be in the running for indie game of the year. It, that's how good of a game it is. Uh, and just you know, that just lends to something like Sea of Stars. Now, Sea of Stars, I know, also launched in PSN, which is great, mm-hmm. but. That's an indie game that it wasn't Game Pass day and date, and that right. game is looking to. I mean, it's Paris Lily, which by the way, stopped by on 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 Monday show. Yeah, mm-hmm. shout out to Paris. He he actually said, uh, you know, he, so I put out a tweet just the other day, talking about Sea of Stars, saying that it is the best RPG of the year. You know something? You an old school G? You ain't wrong. I'm gonna tell you that uh-huh. right now. It is phenomenal. Uh, I got like maybe two or three hours in, and again, I right. like I said, I don't have a, five shows. I don't have a lot of time. I'm playing a lot of games. I was playing RoboCop, folks. If you didn't get RoboCop yet, my God, please buy this game. It is so freaking good. 
I actually just got an achievement that said, I'll buy that for a dollar. I nearly fell out of my chair because, of course, I'm a fan of the film. So uh, good stuff, good stuff. Um, CYV Studio, all the way out of Central Florida, drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, one of my favorite game series of all time is the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Um, and Modern Warfare 2019. Sadly, I had uh, I had to uh, refine Modern Warfare 3 after two plus hours. The game is not a $70 game. Yeah, brother, I hear you. Um, for me, I, I got there almost 30 hours into it, and I'm really enjoying it. I, and you know something? What everyone doesn't like about the game, I absolutely love, and that is the war zone-like levels, meaning that uh, there are these orange boxes that are littered throughout the map. You know, there's certain okay, okay. So Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, what it it was DLC, that's what it is. Because you can tell that they had like the the the, the Jerry Brockhammer parts where it's the movie and then it's the game. That's which that's Call of Duty. These these levels where you have to uh, certain uh uh missions that you have to do within the level you can do however you want to do them those are the things that they added in the middle to kind of mm-hmm. get filled to make it a full game right. um i actually like those levels folks I, i'm i'm not i'm not capping i'm just being serious like i'm a far cry guy and i mm-hmm. like these big maps and i like a lot to do and i like being dropped into a map and then being able to say okay here are my three objectives i have to do this this and this but how i get there is my choice yeah and for call of duty Yes. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that it's as big of a an issue as people are trying to make it seem. Like, I'm, like Warzone always gets this like unnecessary hate because oh well, you it's a bunch of sweaty people that's PVP da, da, da. So, and and that's always been my thing. But it's like even as somebody who likes Warzone, somebody mentioned in the chat and they were like, oh well, if you don't, if you uh, if you don't, if you didn't ever play Warzone, then you probably like this. And it's like I play Warzone and I like. The way that the story is presented, it, yeah. it kind of feels more authentic in some ways because the military literally does that. They drop you in. Yep. Sometimes you don't have weapons. Sometimes you do, which my main problem is how come I can't start off with a silencer? Um, in like yeah, one yeah. of the very beginning missions, uh, when you switch pop over to the US side, it's like, um, I'm in the military. Why don't I have silencers on, on my gun right now? But other than that, like it be I at least think that it, it, it feels good to play. You have control over the experience. Like you said, boom, you have a few objectives on the map. You know what to, you know what you what the goal is, but how you get there, whether you want to look for some different guns because they carry over into other loadouts. Yes. Um, if you want to use those. So it's yep. like a it's very inherent. It feels it feels good, man. I, but that's just me. Maybe that's just us, boom. We we like just playing games and having a good time, and we just take them for what they are, right? I, I like the fact that I start the game off with like a regular gun. I open up a case and there's a Gatlin gun in there. And I'm like, okay, now now we're talking. Now, now, now we're now we're playing chess because I get to destroy everything in my path. I, After I, like, fighting through guys, boom! Don't forget yeah. that you had to fight through guys to get yeah. to that box, yeah, or do. sneak by them. Yeah, I, I do. A, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a, a, a sneaky shooting the head behind the corner kind there of a guy. I, 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 I know that a lot of people like the stealth isn't great, but right. I, I mean, I can go cool. through a whole yeah, map and not cool. get caught, like not even set yeah. an alarm off. But that's, that's because right. that's why I have thirty hours because I'll spend two hours in one of these boards trying to find everything and trying to politely get my way over there without you know alerting anybody but it, it is what it is um right. 
Uh, Sherman Jacobs, generous friend of the program, drops an outstanding two dollar super chat and says, "Boom! You put on one of the best shows on YouTube. Oh, brother, thank you for the kind words and, of course, the generosity is Jacob. Uh, well, Jacobs, I should say. Miss uh, uh, CYV Studios from Central Florida drops an additional two dollar super chat. Actually, he drops two: one two dollars and one five dollars. The first one of two dollars, he says to me, the game is a five out of ten." Just for the gameplay, brother. I hear mm-hmm. listen, no arguments here. Some people think it's a four, some people think it's a 10. I don't think it's a 10. Me, I'm kind of like eight, eight yeah. Five. It's not it's not a 10. Yeah. It definitely yeah. ain't that. I get it, yeah. but I feel like that leads kind of credence as we talked about it last weekend, and we're yeah. gonna continue to talk about it. Uh, but the review process does need a form of standardization, right? Yes. You can still put personality on it, but we gotta find way better ways to break things down, like graphics gameplay audio like how we used to look at some of those things back in the day like the different elements of it really incorporate into a game and at least from the presentation from what we have gotten up to this point and how reviews have been treated i don't care even if it's your personal opinion i do think that giving the game a four and i'm again i'm three to four hours in giving the game a four at this point would is very disingenuous i agree and it doesn't and it doesn't hold credence to the scale itself if it's a one to ten scale right Uh, out of five i would think the games at at least to me thus far is a three maybe working its way up to a four if it continues to get better um i I don't know but again that's just me that's a whole other long drawn out conversation not everybody agrees with that either um, but there has to be something There has to be kind of a, a push pull system that we can really uh, break down. And, and again, Paris makes this point shot to you, Paris, you're in the chat uh, all the time that people do need to actually start reading the content yeah. in those reviews, too. So yeah. um, the, it's, it's a, it's a double edged sword. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, he drops an additional five dollars. Super chat and says, if you haven't played Warzone, which I have not, you may like Modern Warfare 3. Modern Warfare 3 is just Warzone with cutscenes. LOL. I'm happy that you're enjoying it. And you know what? Obviously, I'm sorry there, there that you you're not. Right. You spent 70 bucks because obviously that kind of sucks. Uh, nobody wants to spend money on a game they're not going to play. That's um, fair. But it's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Bunty, who's been a channel member for 29 months, brother, that is very kind of you. He says from a person that is not an award, uh, okay, from a person mm-hmm. that is in an award system, mm-hmm. I think that the reason is more rewarding and less spending from their uh, customers, so they had to do something. I mean, we'll, we're going to find out because, like I said, I'm going to reach out to PR and find out, you know, what, what you know what's happening i i I think i think i think i I will say this i never feel i'm owed anything never uh i am gonna politely ask hey what's going on and and microsoft is pretty transparent aaron greenberg one of the best in the business if there is something he can say he can and, and he can answer it believe you me we'll get an answer and when we do we will of course reveal that answer here on on one of my live shows but you know what i want to do I do want to move on to the announcement. Uh, and first of all, shout out to Idle Sloth, uh, among others, or many others. Uh, but I, I love our Idol. Uh, he put out a tweet yesterday confirming that Alan Hartman, who previously was at Turn 10 Studios, has been promoted to the new head of Xbox Game Studios. Uh, and I think that is really a big deal. Uh, he was the, uh, uh, well, he first started out. 
uh, as the Forza studio head. He was then promoted uh, in September of 2021 to corporate vice president of Forza and Fable. And obviously, just recently, the other day, he was promoted to the head of Xbox Games Studios. Now, this is a really big deal um, because Microsoft is the, the, specifically Xbox right. seems to be hitting steel all of these incredible milestones by rewarding their C-level executives that we all know by name and face. Phil being one of the first ones to get the promotion to head of Microsoft, uh, you know, uh, games, not Xbox, but Microsoft as a whole. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, Matt Booty, we, as we know, was promoted. Now, he is now not just, uh, you know, in charge of uh, of one. He's also now in charge of Bethesda. Uh, I love that because obviously, you know, a lot of us didn't know what Matt Booty does or did. And apparently that dude's a killer because you heard mm-hmm. in the courts, you know, he was he was the guy that's like, hey, listen, we can out we can outspend Sony out of business. That dude is like Agent 47. Uh, and of course, Sarah Bond could not be more happier for her. Uh, a, a person in a position uh, that is president of Xbox, well deserved tenfold over. Uh, and uh, she is, you know, she she listen, she walks silently and carries a lot of tenacity. Uh, and we saw that, of course, during the uh, trial with the FTC. She handled herself probably the best out of everybody. I would even dare say better than Phil Spencer himself. Uh, she was uh, she was cool as the other side of the pillow. Mm-hmm. And uh, she answered the questions with uh, oomph. Uh, and now, of course, we're here talking about Alan Hartman, who now takes over as head of Xbox Game Studios. Uh, I love this hire. I love the fact that they did not leave this uh, position vacant and put all of this weight onto someone else. Alan, I think that I don't know personally, obviously, but I think he's going to do an amazing job. Uh, uh, and, and I say all of that to say, Steele, when you look at the positive moves forward mm-hmm. for Xbox since ABK, and you look at the other side... And we got to talk about PlayStation, and we're not being disingenuous, and we're not being console worry here. Mm-hmm. They have no leader. They're leaderless. They have no direction. They're directionless. We have no idea what's happening in 2024. I'm sure someone knows something, but when when SIE has no leader and the every shot is being called by Sony proper, you know there's a big problem. So let's mm-hmm. let's take this back. What are your thoughts on Alan Hartman, now head of Xbox Game Studios? Alan Hartman jumping up there is, is an extremely unique thing, um, mainly because he has been extremely successful with getting fours out, right? Yep. Um, in turn 10, it's just been a rock for Xbox just uh, overall since they've come, come, into, come into the fold. They've really they have the naughty Xbox dogs. Out, right? Of Xbox, yeah, would you, in, would you say that? Way. Would that be fair to uh, say? I, I think coalition would end up probably okay, being all right, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think maybe, but uh, I, I think 
turn 10 is probably more like insomniac in a lot of ways. That's right? what I meant. I said, I said naughty off. dog. I didn't mean that. Actually, what I meant is insomniac. That is correct. Yes. They branched that. off and yeah. made sure they made a team and playground to make a horizon and carry over that quality that we saw in motorsport into, uh, and, and into another IP, uh, really just a branch off. But I, for me, I think it, it signifies that they already had a, a lot of these moves that we are seeing tells me that when this deal was going through and they had the, had their meetings and uh, had all these things uh, behind the scenes that they already had a plan together of what needed to happen, who's going to be put where, how things needed to change and what the overall vision of Xbox needed to be for the future. And I think what it is and we'll, we'll have to wait to see this, but the only reason I'm going to say consistency is what they're trying to aim for truly. And when you hear uh, Phil talk about uh, having those, uh, a, a AAA game a quarter, first party uh, studio game a quarter, I think consistency has to ring true within that same spectrum, right? So when you see people like Alan Hartman move up, um, Sarah Bond move up, uh, Matt Booty get moved up. And again, as many people may feel critical about Matt Booty and what he's done, there's obviously something else going on behind the scenes that we're not privy to. Because until we got the emails, we didn't know that Matt Booty's a little bit more of a headhunter than even what we expected, right? Um, he he kind of comes across like I, I like to say, like a reaper. Um, he even made said in in those emails that hey, we'll spend them out of business if we have to. Now, fortunately, that's not how this business works, right? We want this industry to be very, uh, we want it to be interesting, but not in the interesting to, in a way that's. Um, we're just going to buy everything because that's proven not to not to work, especially for Microsoft in many ways. But they are building up. So to me, this just establishes further that um, Microsoft backing Xbox and Xbox with Phil now being the true head of the uh, of the of the division of, uh, you know, head of Microsoft gaming just in totality um, and having all the key proponent of, uh, proponents under him. We 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 thought we needed some restructuring, right? Halo releasing the condition that it did, and I think that they I think that they heard us, and that things are ringing true. And again, I I don't work for Microsoft. I've never worked for Microsoft. I don't know what it takes to work for or work at Microsoft, especially on the gaming standpoint or standpoint. But to me, they have made vast leaps and bounds, especially coming from the 360 generation, which again, that was also headed by another great and Peter Moore. Um, but when you see that transition to the Xbox One gen, and now you're seeing everything that's transpired since 2017, uh, all these moves that have been kind of made are solidifying the fact that Xbox is um, doing or doing Xbox is doing things to make sure that they are going to be a force to be reckoned with moving into the future. They want people who know or have an idea of what, uh, not even an idea, they know what the vision is and are going to bring that uh, that vision to full completion. So I, again, I like the moving and shaking that's happening. Uh, Alan Hartman has nothing but pedigree behind him. Uh, it, I mean, along with other all the other uh, kind of move that we've seen there's there's just a lot of pedigree that is coming up and again people could say that oh well this is just talk why do you guys care about execs moving around and all these people who are making more money than us got six figure salaries and we're not getting any gains well look 2023 has been a great year for gaming especially on the xbox side of things yep. um if you're in that if that is your main ecosystem especially in comparison uh to their competitive playstation um but overall just in totality it's just been a great year in gaming 
Um, and so to see them make these changes, uh, this gives me a lot of confidence as a gamer in the ecosystem and uh, gets me excited, man. So that's my thoughts on it. Well, I mean, I will say this. Uh, if you want to talk about transparency, uh, mm -hmm. obviously, you know, what what does Phil, uh, Hart, what does Hartman mean for me as a gamer? Well, he, you said it. He has a significant pedigree behind him. So they're mm -hmm. putting somebody in a position where we know it's going to be uh, it's it's the best person for the job. He's a dude. It's a person yeah. that understands what first party games are all about. Mm -hmm. you know, he understands, you know, obviously the commitment to gamers, mm -hmm. the uh, the the importance of cadence, right? right. Of, of releasing these games, and mm -hmm. you know, this is this 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 announcement comes on the heels of two massive interviews. Mm -hmm. uh, one we talked about last night on primetime gaming regarding um, Sarah Bond. But it almost seems, Steele, that the Phil Spencer uh, Famitsu interview mm -hmm. was poo-pooed by the gaming media. And, I, and I'm and i not saying, like, no one cares because no. some people reported on it. But right. there was a lot of information there. I mean, there like, was. real mm -hmm. totality that no one seemed to pick up or even care to. Like, we're right. talking about it here. Well, we're, we're considered small potatoes, and that's fine. But like I can't believe we didn't see like an you know like this brought up on unlocked and maybe it was because I wouldn't give them a, a, a second of my time and that's just how I feel about IGN that's perfectly fine. Um, but Bill Spencer in that interview said that not only is he is excited to be where he's at right now, Steele, he yep. told the world that. For the next three years, they're going to release, and I quote, a triple A blockbuster every three months. That should have been the talk of the town for the entire week, and it wasn't. And it just mm -hmm. makes you listen. I I'm gonna keep wearing my tinfoil hat over the mohawk until someone proves me wrong. But the gaming media don't want Xbox to win, and that's perfectly fine because they're all in bed with Sony. They're all in bed with Sony. They get like that Sony money. Sony is going to find themselves by themselves because you know what? Most of the gaming media are a bunch of, uh, 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 you know, uh, yellow bellies. They're going to they're gonna go where the money is. And as soon as Microsoft is and Xbox is in first place, you're going to start seeing the positive articles from the, from the uh, game spots and from the IGNs mm -hmm. and from the Kotakus because they're going to have to move with the leader. And the leader isn't going to be PlayStation anymore. They're moving with the leader right now, PlayStation, because they're in first place. Not for much longer. Um, but I like what's going on at Xbox. I like the fact that we're getting those interviews from Sarah Bond, from Phil Spencer. They, they, we, get to, we get to learn of the inner workings of someone taking over Xbox Game Studios. I, 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 and again, as a content creator, it's great for us, Steel, because we get to talk about it. Right. Uh, but real quick, while we're on the subject, let me let me let me ask you this specifically what Phil Spencer had to say about we. And again, folks, you can go and you can pull the uh, the, the Famitsu uh, interview. But I, I, I think it's worthy of a conversation. Uh, he said for the next three years. That they're going to have a triple A blockbuster or an anticipated game every three months. That's 12 games in the next three years. That is monumental, dude. 
Yeah, that's the definition of insanity. I mean, again, if they end up hitting that on the head and actually bringing that to the forefront, I I still have a hard time trying to bring that concept to, to life, right? But when you look at the years that we've had, especially, I mean, just coming off of this year, to tell me that there's going to be even more coming in the future, boom, like, I already have a hard time deciphering where I'm going to spend my gaming time, right? I, I Real life is still a thing. I, I'm a family man. I got two, I got actually three women in the house, technically. So it's like two girls, one woman. But it's just, I'm already busy, right? So when I sit down and I have, in the future, and I have a selection of games, a backlog of games, I'm going to be fighting because I do, I am in the public, right? I am a content creator of, of sorts. I always have to fight with that reality of like, man, I want to be part of the conversation right now because I create, con I want to talk about what's going on. We have to. But I like to play these other games because these are the things that speak to me. And this, these are things I was looking forward to. And I just now maybe had some time to play. Right. It's just if they end up making being able to make that happen, I don't see a reality where Game Pass can't be successful. Right. Because, again, that's another form of reality that we still have to somewhat work through and deal with. And Microsoft has to prove Xbox has to prove because that's still the leading conversation when it comes to what's going on in gaming right now. A lot of people don't like what's happening, the consolidation, um, things being bought. It just the, the vast majority of it, because they think that is going to limit or lessen or do these other things in game passes like the the god that's that's the problem is the problematic god in this situation at least that's how it's portrayed right yeah. um i don't necessarily believe in that i think more benefits than ever are coming to our door um coming to right to our doorstep especially when you see that the, the exclusive conversation is changing it's becoming a more inclusive conversation hey we want to reach more gamers instead of hey you need to buy my box to play this game right how much greater would it be if xbox i mean again i'm not saying that all games need to be on one platform or this platform i mean all games are going to be on PC. At the end of the day, I don't I don't know if people don't want to accept that, but yep. that that is the truth. That is going to be the one platform. But if Halo is going to stay on Xbox, then Halo needs to stay on Xbox, but it's going to be on PC, it's going to be on potentially the Switch, it could potentially be anywhere else that you have access to the Xbox ecosystem. And what what would be wrong with that? It what's wrong with the competitor doing something similar or at least bottom line um, at the very least releasing games day and date to PC to give people more ways to jump in so that we can expand past the 300,000, I believe, or um, the 300 million, excuse me, uh, way so, so that way short, the 300 million gamers that we've been kind of capped out at, at least between specific hardware, right? We have to expand that out to the 3 billion gamers who want to be able to access content wherever they are, whether it's in bed, whether you know they just got home from a long day, because that, that is the truth of most people's lives. You want to turn people who aren't gamers into gamers, you have to meet them where they are. And technology is only improving in our phones. Apple is proving that to you. They're getting more serious about trying to reach people in that aspect too. So it's like things go hand in hand with each other. So uh, uh, it, it's... 
it's crazy the way that things are being painted, but if they are able to make that happen where we get a triple A game every quarter, it's only going to raise the expectation. It's only going to raise the quality bar. And if anything, if they fail at it, or if we do see a decrease in quality, when do we put ourselves back in the driver's seat and say, Hey, I need to control my wallet. Hey, I need to make sure maybe not spend this money on this game because I'm seeing it's not coming out complete. Right. When do we put the responsibility in us as the consumers where uh, fortunately in gaming, we still have the majority of the power. If we instantly stop, if we didn't buy Call of Duty one year, oh, you better believe that Activision would definitely respond. But yes. that's not the case because people yep. keep buying, right? And that's goes yep. that that's for any game. If you if you allow things to continue to be the way that they have been and not fight back or not make changes or just be open, if anything, to the overall conversation, um, and kind of listen to everybody. Uh, we're gonna get continue to get stirred into this sauce, right? So, yeah, I mean, listen, it's a great point all around. Uh, and you know what? I, I want to segue into uh, you know it. talking about one of the games that could be could. I say could be releasing mm -hmm. next year. Uh, I think it's going to do gangbuster numbers on PC because of who is making the game. Right. But I think it's going to be one of those games that potentially has the chance to uh, mimic the excitement and popularity of something like a Bioshock. That mm. is, of course, In Exile's Clockwork revolution now before we get to that story i do want to say a big thank you to splendiferous Splend in the chat who drops a very generous two dollar super chat in all caps he says that's why pete hines left he felt booty wasn't better i mean maybe maybe uh look I i'll say this pete hines left on a high note because uh starfield did uh it's it starfield overachieved it's, it's doing uh, and, well. And it's still, yeah, it's still well. overachieving right now. Um, so he left on a high note. But under his watch, Redfall happened. And that can't, that, 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 that just cannot be, right? Now, yeah. look, I make no excuses for Redfall. Folks, I got Absolutely. 80 hours in the game. Am I a boob? Maybe. But I really enjoyed it. I, start, I enjoyed it so much. I, start, I started another character. So maybe yeah, I'm the fool, but I, I enjoyed it. With that said, he was responsible for that. So mm -hmm. after the success of Starfield, he's been with the company a long time. And now he wants to go drink to his Mai Tais on the beach. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Retirement <laughs> is all what it's all about. Been doing it for a while, so. But, so I don't know, Splendiferous, if that was the case. Uh, but Matt Booty is now running the whole ship, so to speak, which I think is fantastic. But I, I, I want to talk about, for a second, Chad Moore. Now, Chad okay. Moore, if you don't know who he is, well, he is at Poppylicious on Twitter or X. Ooh, what yeah, a Yeah, Poppylicious. Go with your bad self there, fella. Uh, <laughs> he is the game director of Clockwork Revolution uh, in, at In Exile. Uh, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he was responding to a post uh, from Clobriel of all mm -hmm. people, because well, Clobriel is one of the best in the business when it comes to relaying Xbox news. And he was doing this thing I thought was pretty brilliant, where he was spotlighting a studio, especially for the ABK side, you know, such and such here and Infinity War. This is what they've done. 
So he spotlighted um, in exile, and uh, he actually has a quote here from Brian Fargo, who, of course, is the head of the studio at in exile. And uh, Brian said this, the idea that I can go back in time and change stuff and see the ramification, it's kind the ramifications, it's kind of the ultimate reactivity. We we're uh, we're leaning in so hard to make sure it's not just a parlor trick, but true reactivity. For of course, he's talking about Clockwork Revolution. Now I bring that up, Steele, and again, mm-hmm. this is complete speculation, folks. I could be and probably am wrong, but I like to put on my detective cap every now and again and go, hmm. Uh, yesterday, uh, or or the day before. Clockwork Revolution was put up on the Steam wish list. Now, is that a big deal? Well, I think it is. Because when we saw Clockwork Revolution, I'm going to be honest with you, it looked really done. It looked really good. It looked extremely polished. And let's call a spade a spade. In Exile, well, they just don't miss. And this is a new IP. This has been cooking for a while. How much? How long it's been cooking? Well, I actually don't know because I don't know people in the industry like that. But I can tell you as a fan of Bioshock, all three, I saw this game and I'm like, wow, this is the next evolution in what I would want the next Bioshock to look and play like. And here it is. So with this, you know, obviously Chad Moore coming out and and making – Mention of this, Clobriel doing this spotlight on November 7th. You know, today is, is only the 9th. That was two days ago, right? Talk of the town is starting to happen with Clockwork Revolution, and it just happens to be up on, just posted yesterday, as available for the Steam wish list. Steel, my question to you is this. We heard Phil Spencer say that they're going to have four AAA blockbusters every year. Now, in 2024... What we do know is a Avowed is supposed to launch, Hellblade Two is supposed to launch, right? Depending on what your what your uh, definition of blockbuster is, Towerborn is supposed to launch. Mm-hmm. We know that Call of Duty Black Ops, uh, Gulf War is going to be in November of next year. That's the rumor, but blockbuster, AAA. That's what Phil said. Mm-hmm. I have a strong suspicion, and again, folks, I could be wrong. Could you imagine those four games I just mentioned, and you add Clockwork Revolution to that list? Wow. Now, you're a Steam guy. You are, you, you're a PC guy. You understand PC. Mm-hmm. Is it a big deal that this has now been put up on Steam for their wish list? Um, is it a big deal? Yeah, you could see it as that. Maybe they want to start getting getting work done on it early. There's a lot of games that come into Steam pretty early on. Um, some go into early access and stay in there for some time. Others, um, not so much. But I, I don't know if it if if it exactly says that. Oh, we it's it's coming out next year as an example. Um, because it could be the year after it could be a 2025 game though from what we saw from the trailer and everything and again i'm not the uh i'll be completely upfront. i'm not an exile entertainment fan uh not because their games are bad or i have some 
discriminatory uh, discriminatory thing against them or whatever. Nah, there's none, none of that. Um, I haven't played their games. I, I'm and they're not up my alley or my style of games typically. Um, and, but from what I saw originally from the Clockwork Revolution trailer, it did seem interesting, right? I'm very picky about my first person games. Uh, I'm I'm one of the guys that I, I haven't played a Far Cry yet. Period. Now I keep hearing good, great things about Far Cry Three, so I might try to give that a run um, on PC. But that's just to give you an example of how critical I can be, or how I just don't look at some of those games, especially when they're more single player focused. But this game is doing some things that are very unique. The art style seems really dope, especially coming off the of Lies of P. I am, I, I, I kind of have this thing now where I want to see more of that, the puppeteering that as that aspect of it, and what others can do with. Um, and I know with clockwork, it's different because you're working more with like mechanics versus like puppeteering. Although lies of P also was very mechanical um, in its puppeteering. So they, they hold a lot of things in, in common with one another. And I would like to see somebody else kind of um, take that and run with it. Now, the more that I watched the trailer from Clockwork Revolution, I saw somebody recently, I believe it was Jamie Moran. Shout out to Jamie. But um, I think he, he posted some, uh, some gameplay. It was like a 36 second clip. I don't know if it's intentional or not. The gameplay does look choppy in sections. Um, maybe it's intentional, um, like Lies of P. That's one of the uh, the main complaints that people have uh, that I even had to, had to take some time to get used to as someone who is a Souls fan is that because it's intended to feel more mechanical, it kind of comes across like, oh, why isn't it smooth, right? So maybe it's just me because other parts of the game uh, at least – from the cinematics and things that they've shown aren't that way. So I'm hoping that the gameplay is not necessarily that like that. Um, but again, uh, I'll throw another one out there. I don't have that draw to Bioshock either because my um, closest thing for Bioshock is Bioshock Infinite. And I thought the game was, was interesting, but I never got beyond three hours in it, right? So I don't have that relation to Bioshock. Like a lot of people do. I've only ever heard the... Uh, the positives that people say about it, how it's one of the most rare, rare uh, one of the greatest games to them, especially Pong. Um, he tells he tells me that all the time, but it's just like I don't have a, I, I still don't have anything in me that says, oh man, you should go play that, right? I, I I am interested in it since it's coming to Game Pass. It does allow me. That's where experiences like this are extremely unique, and I'm grateful for the Game Pass service, because otherwise I probably would have never even tried this game or gave it a second look. Just because it's on Xbox doesn't mean doesn't do anything for me, right? Or just because it looks a certain way doesn't do anything for me because it doesn't typically, um, it's not typically within my wheelhouse. But because I do have access to it, um, it coming to Steam is going to be great, but I'm excited for it to come into uh just becoming the game pass um overall more so than anything but i do think that steam lets lead some or at least leads to some credibility that the game could be releasing next year it seemed very well put together from the trailer that we got um and again uh, aside from some of my little things that i've pulled out um and some of my small disinterests or whichever the case or big depending on how you look at that um i think it does everything does lead up to the game being ready to um, being ready next year. Again, I believe their last game was Wasteland 
two. Two. Um, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, yeah. um, correct me in chat, please. Again, I'm not extremely familiar with their games, but um, but yeah. So it's like they've had some time since that game has come out, and I can't imagine this is not some grandiose game or whatever. It's a seems it has a coherent story. It's probably going to be about maybe 20, 30 hours long, maybe longer, depending um on the difficulty and things that la- and uh, to that nature. So uh, I'm interested to see to see more, hear more, and if it does lead into that uh, to next year's calendar, boom! I think we just have a, we have another year that's already lining up to just have a excellent, um, at least selection and quality type games, right? That we look for. Well, I mean, the whole point of uh, I mean, you remember Wasteland that, three, yeah, uh, Wasteland. That what well, Wasteland three was it last one? Uh, I am going to say this uh, at this cadence. Uh, you have to look at Microsoft. Uh, if you're if you're an Xbox game, right? You have to look at Microsoft. You have to. We we've been asking for this for years, right? Uh, it, it has taken a long time, and and, and I say a long time because like five years really isn't that long of a time. But when you look at what Phil Spencer has done post E3 2018, I say this all the time to now. 2018, when they announced uh, the the uh, you know the the acquisition of five studios and the creation of the uh, of the initiative, to where we are now, 44 studios later, that that he did that in five years, folks. That's insane, and they're not even done. They're not even close to being done. You, you know, we know that Embracer is in is in a bit of a pickle, right? So we're all hoping, fingers crossed that they can acquire Eidos Montreal and Crystal D. But I'm also hoping that they can bring home the the, uh, 4A developer as well, because 4A is also owned by Embracer. That would be a great studio to bring in-house. You know, obviously, they're working with Avalanche. They're working with Asobo. They're working with Certain Affinity. These are all studios that could easily, IO Interactive, could all join XGS in the next 12 to 18 months before they consider buying another publisher because before they get in bed with another publisher i'd like to see them lock up all these small studios first and if they do that the the output the output already steel seems almost unattainable like when you look at it like i how is anyone else in the industry going to be able to keep up with this pace and i don't think anyone can like i said i don't count nintendo in the conversation because you know what steel nintendo is going to do what Nintendo does, right? That's just what they do. So I'm not worried about Nintendo. They have a new console coming out next year. It's launching supposedly with the 3D Mario, which is awesome. Uh, you, you might get a new Animal Crossing in there as well, which would be yeah. kind of dope. Hopefully. Uh, Hopefully that'd be great for me, too. Mrs. Boom. Yeah, that'd be great for us. Um, but uh, Sony... And we're going to talk about this tomorrow because we got some information from Hiroki Totoki, who is the interim head over at PlayStation running SIE right now. Remember, he was supposed to be there temporarily. He has confirmed that he's going to be there for a year. And there's some other stuff he confirmed that if you are a Sony fan, you got to be real worried about what the future looks like, at least for the next 12 to 24 to 36 months. It don't look good. It definitely does not look good because and 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 more proof that Jim Ryan was fired, not sent uh, on his retirement package. But look, let me catch up on these last super chats, and then we will 
get everyone out of here. Remember, this is just a 70-minute show, and I'm starting to get really stuffy, as you can hear. <laughs> uh, I feel I feel awful. But, I, you know, show business, the show must go on. Uh, we have here uh, Splendiferous drops an additional $2 Super Chat and says, I, this is why I like LSS, Living Split Screen. This guy's steal is detailed. Indeed, he is. Uh, Angry Hippie, welcome to the program. He drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, can't think of a better way to hit level 40 than listening to X-Log Live. Dude, that is awesome. And I'm not sure what you hit your level 40 on. Maybe it's Call of Duty if you did. There's an achievement. I think it's 90 points if you hit level 55, which I don't think I'll ever get to. But, yeah, I'm I'm an achievement hunter. So I'm doing that right now. Uh, but listen, folks, a big thank you to the near 500 people we had here today. Hopefully you will not, you like the, sh- the program enough to hit the like button on your way out the door. If you're finding the channel for the first time, please consider subscribing. We are 300 and change away from 14K, folks. Oh. And it would be pretty dope to hit that by years. And we work really hard here. We deliver five live shows Monday through Friday all great content, all different and great panel members. And you know what we don't do? We don't hate monger. We don't sell hate for your click, your like, or your sub. We talk about things. We laugh. We have fun. We bring the facts when they when, when they need to be brought, and we give the smoke where necessary. But Steel, let's get you out of here, brother. Tell everyone about Living Split Screen with you and Pong Soul. Obviously, there's not going to be a show this Saturday, because family's first, right? But you'll be back the following week. Where could people subscribe to Living Split Screen and, more importantly, reach out to you on social media? Well, it was a fantastic episode, Boom, and I appreciate you having me on. Hopefully, I was able to bring you a little bit of energy to help power you through, man, because I know how it is being sick. Uh, but uh, you can definitely tune in to Living Split Screen. A split Screen's all one word um, every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. UK time. It is the home of the non-console-centric platform, so keep that in mind, and also of the RTS perspective, where we pull ourselves out of the world, look at the darker crevices of the map, we pull those resources together, so we can not only build up our own foundation, but also re- uh, build up our foundation to reach those three billion gamers that Phil Spencer always talks about. Also, we like to pride ourselves in an educated consumer perspective, so come tune in, come hear us out. I always like to say, come sit within the rain and come get some gaming soul to fuel your weekend, uh, but but you can find me, Steel Rain. Uh, the T is a seven everywhere. Google's probably the easiest place. Uh, all my information comes up from there. Uh, but I frequent the streets of Twitter, otherwise known as X, and the Xbox ecosystem just because it works so well in tandem uh, with PC and whatnot. Um, and other than that, boom, I want to again say thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be on when I can be on. It was perfect the way uh, you got me last time because I couldn't be on last week. When you were like, hey, let's let's get it set up. So I was able to get it <laughs> fitted into the schedule, make sure everything was going to work out perfectly. And since it is typically a 70-minute show, it works out so perfectly for me typically on a Thursday. So appreciate your love boom uh continue to be do great things be great um again i always like to say this because it's truth you are a pillar to this community you you, are a shining example of what many of us should try to be um at least very kind of you thank you (laughs) at least on us on on a stand front that i like to put it in know not only what you stand for as a gamer but also know 
who you are and what you stand for as a person. Yes. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, much love and stay safe and enjoy the rest of your day. Well, thank you so much for for the very kind words. Uh, yeah, listen, when we did when we when we decided to make this channel, uh, in- inclusiveness, honesty, integrity, uh, transparency, these were all the crux and the foundation, as well as being a community first uh, pair of people, which is which is Boom and I are, and uh, we we strive to be better each and every show. When we get it wrong, we let you know that we got it wrong. When we have a misunderstanding like we did at the beginning of the week of regarding reading the Super Chats as they came in rather than at the end of the show, which we did on Friday because of the giveaway and Monday because of Paris Lilly, who was a special guest. And, you know, obviously we got to give him his flowers while he's there because, you know, I I don't know if we're ever going to get Paris Lilly back. But, you know, the fact that he took the time to be there, you know, we had to read the Super Chats at the end and some people were concerned that that was going to be the norm. And, of course, I did what. You know, uh, I reached out to Mrs. Boone and said, what do you think? She says, yeah, get get on the horn and let people know uh, and do one of those community messages. And well, that's exactly what I did. And you know what? Everyone understood. So that's that's how that's that's what it's all about is is transparency is it, it, talking it out. And uh, listen, we cannot thank everyone enough for the generous support through Super Chats and, of course, through channel memberships and all the Super Chats that came in today. We're thank you. We're very thankful and grateful for that support. And, of course, Steele, thank you so much for taking 70 minutes of your day to join me here today. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back here tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, on the new episode of Breakfast with Boom. We have, I'm literally writing that show as we speak, so don't forget to tune in that uh, tune in here at Double Barrel Gaming. And, of course, I'm going to close out the show, folks, with something that's incredibly important to me, hopefully one day. It'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, Craig. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of X-Log Live. (laughs) 